Good morning, folks. It's Wednesday, August 15th, and I'm Josh Boykin, the founder of Intelligame.us. You're listening to another edition of Intelligame Radio. Welcome back to Intelligame Radio, folks. Today, we're going to be rebroadcasting a segment from earlier on in Intelligame Radio history. This particular segment, entitled Shining Light or Fanning Flame, was referenced on Monday's episode of Intelligame Radio, but I do still think has a lot of significance. Some of the context from that particular episode I didn't totally go into on Monday, so I wanted to give us an opportunity to listen to it as a whole today. If you have any feedback, please be sure to send it over to podcast at intelligame.us. And don't forget that because today is Wednesday, we are streaming starting at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Thanks a lot, folks, and we'll see you soon. Hey, folks. Welcome back to another edition of Intelligame Radio. And for everybody who reached out and said thank you or congratulations over the past couple years of Intelligame content, I want to go ahead and say thank you to you. Because without you, this community would not be what it is today. Today, I wanted to talk a bit about the responsibility that we all have as content sharers. Sure, there are many of us who are out there as content creators, quote-unquote, people who have YouTube channels and radio shows or podcasts or who are live streamers, people who are taking formalized roles in sharing opinions and information and character and perspective. But in an informal and yet perhaps equally powerful way, in many cases, we are all content sharers in this ecosystem by clicking that share button, by clicking the like button, by adding a reaction, by replying to a tweet or a Facebook status, we are triggering these algorithmic engines inside these social networks that we consume our information from. And when we do that, we are increasing the possibility that somebody that we are connected to, somebody that values our opinion, will see this situation that we commented on and then feel that that is somehow worth their attention as well. Whether it's for good or not, these ways that we interact and play in these scenarios give some sort of power or credence to the stories that we're talking about. Today, I got an email. It was a press release for a game that I'm actually not going to call out by name. In this game, it, you are allowed to essentially assemble a dream team of generals from World War One and World War Two. Now, if you were expecting to see references to Winston Churchill or uh, some, I guess, other notable um, quote-unquote good guy figures, well, guess again, the lead marketing revolves around essentially assembling a dream team of Stalin and Hitler. Now, I can't help but wonder or feel like in this particular time when we are dealing with a resurgence of white supremacy and Nazis and we're seeing these xenophobic anti, uh, you know, anti-diverse movements popping up all around the globe. The last thing that I really want to put a spotlight on 
is a game that gives you the opportunity to rewrite history by making the Nazis successful. But I also feel like there's a really teachable moment here about determining what it is we pay attention to. I get that there's a little bit of conflict even in me just talking about this. The idea that I'm calling out that this game exists means that somebody might do a whole bunch of digging so that they can find out about something that they would have never known existed if I hadn't talked about it. But I also feel like there needs to be this understanding that when we take in information, particularly if it's something that might be kind of controversial, we don't have to talk about it. Situations like racism or sexism, situations that are endemic to a situation or a reality that we live in, things that are currently happening in that, in that system and that are strong in that system, those don't go away by not talking about them. You don't simply get rid of racism by being like, well, we don't talk about it because the biases that perpetuate racism already exist in the system. And we will keep doing those things. We will keep making those mistakes if we don't take the time out to realize that those were mistakes and to try and change our habits and actions. On the flip side, when something has not gained power yet, when the fire has not caught, when there is just a spark and potential for tinder, well, if we don't blow on that spark, that may not catch. That may become something that we don't have to deal with. And so we have, I think, many situations in which there is a game, there is a person where if we just left it alone and said, you know, I'm really frustrated about this and this is really upsetting, but I, I don't think it's worth it to talk about it, maybe, maybe that wouldn't have to be something that we would have to talk about them. I actually think a great deal back to before the last uh, U.S. election. I think that a lot of the credence and a lot of the power that went into the Trump campaign came from a lot of folks making jokes about whatever thing Trump said or did that was easy pickings for comedians and for journalists, but he, he, his message quote-unquote, was not really out in the public yet. And the more that it was chastised, the more that it was given a megaphone. This is a situation where he, and many of the situations he was talking about, were a direct result of a system that had racism and sexism and sexual assault at its root. But the idea of applying these situations for the job of President of the United States, well, we that wasn't what was going on at the time. So I guess I, I feel that this is important to talk about because particularly in the gaming community, we have this, this tendency to jump in and jump on absolutely, <laughs> it seems like absolutely anything that we can. There are many situations in the game space that absolutely need to be jumped on. And again, these are situations that are endemic 
of of racism and sexism you know issues for instance like the ones that were raised in this recent buzzfeed article that was connecting the alt-right to gamergate and talking about the different ways that this machine particularly perpetuated by breitbart churned those situations are important because we are highlighting we are putting a spotlight on issues of harassment and the attacks the threats that women in the game space were experiencing for years and claiming were existing they were saying these are the things that were happening and nobody was paying attention or people were saying well where's your proof or just simply not believing when the proof was given on the flip side of this there has to be an idea of knowing when is the proper time to shine the light and when when are we shining the light and when are we fanning the flame perhaps that's the the important way i think to to differentiate between these two situations where are we highlighting a situation that is already taking place in hopes of making a situation better and where are we instead just giving whatever that is more room to breathe and to grow my hope is that intelligame will be able to shine the light on situations that are negative and be able to help us make some of those more positive but also help to fan the flame for positive situations to help highlight games and creators and movements that are good and can give us something to look forward to and to be beacons of hope moving forward um i i know that that is a tall order but i think that if we can all think about even not just being content creators but content sharers when we think about those situations that we are interacting with on the internet and determining well what is our best course of action we think about our, that difference between shining the light and fanning the flame and determining, well, in what situations are these the right actions? Hopefully, that will make our social media spaces and our interactions as a whole much stronger. That does it for today's edition of Intelligame Radio. I've been your host, Josh Boykin. You can find me on Twitter or Facebook at Wallstormer. Keep an eye out for more Intelligame content by going to the homepage, Intelligame.us. And of course, you can always find us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Intelligameus. Don't forget that we are streaming tonight starting at 6 p.m. Pacific time. We're going to be playing We Happy Few, a recent dystopian first-person survival game that came out. It was released by Gearbox Software. And we're also still doing our fundraiser for Player vs. Hunger. So don't forget if you want to chip in to our 10,000 juice box goal, you can go over to you can go to intgm.us/juicemoney. That's intgm.us/juicemoney. Thanks so much folks. We'll see you next time.